Welcome to TalentWise, the definitive podcast for CXOs, human resource and learning and development leaders. This show comes to you from thought leaders who talk about human capital development in today's organization. How to engage and empower today's employee to be effective, competitive and relevant. Stay with us for an exciting conversation with our guest and learn how to future-proof your team. I'm your host Shubhanjan, founder of Knowledge Bridge. Our guest today is Catherine B. Roy, CEO and founder, personal growth and business coach, LHM International. I see the future of work changing very rapidly. And I believe that we need to be aware of that and to, as CEOs and leaders of our companies, uh, do something now before it's too late. What I perceive that it is happening is actually that artificial intelligence and machine learning are taking over. I have been web developer for 12 years. I am Java web programmer, so I basically develop applications for huge enterprises. And uh, although I love doing that, I started to be aware that because I am making an automatization of a system in a company, for example, accounting, then one, two, three, five, ten people will lose the job because they are not needed anymore. And if company doesn't invest in those people, if they don't learn other skills and if they don't work on themselves, they will end up without a job. Catherine B. Roy is a human potential thought leader, best-selling author, personal growth and business coach, Mensa member, whose stimulating, upbeat and inspirational writings have helped countless people in the world. Catherine's writings are published in the Huffington Post, Thrive Global, Simple Reminders, McGill Media and many others. Catherine enjoyed the distinction of receiving the top 20 global thought leaders and influencers on future of work. Now on to this great episode of TalentWise with Catherine B. Roy. Catherine, welcome to TalentWise. Wonderful to have you on the show and uh, hear about your views about future of work and how we can future-proof our team. Thank you so much for inviting me. It's, it's my absolute pleasure to be here with you. Um, well, I see the future of work changing very rapidly. And I believe that we need to be aware of that and to, as CEOs and leaders of our companies, uh, do something now before it's too late. What I perceive that it is happening is actually that artificial intelligence and machine learning are taking over. I have been web developer for 12 years. I am Java web programmer, so I basically develop applications for huge enterprises. And uh, although I love doing that, I started to be aware that because I am making an automatization of a system in a company, for example, accounting, then one, two, three, five, ten people will lose the job because they are not needed anymore. And if company doesn't invest in those people, if they don't learn other skills and if they don't work on themselves, they will end up without a job. So on one side, we are craving to perfection and we are going to the, the point of the edge of new revolution, not, not anymore informatic revolution, but artificial intelligence revolution. 
I mean, they're creating uh, vehicles without drivers. They are creating little robots which, which, who can um, process any kind of data and even exchange the, any kind of uh, administrative office task. Not to talk about applications on our mobile phones or something like that. It's much easier to track. It's much easier to have big data, statistical data, to get information. But what about humanity? What about people and what about business, which is actually meant to be like people to people? Because people like to work with people and people like to work with whom that they trust. And if everything is automatized, we will get huge numbers, for example, on social networks. But if you have a million followers and you don't have one sale, do you really have something? Hmm. I don't think so. If you have 100,000 followers and you have 10,000 sales, then you have something. So I'm an expert in creating uh, visibility leads and unlimited impact, as I call it, online and therefore uh, profit too, but based on authenticity, trust, and uh, being who you are, establishing healthy human relationships with people. So everything that I have created isn't based on automatizations. It is based on real human connection. And why I'm saying this, the people started to call me LinkedIn Ninja because my LinkedIn is on fire and I did that only in three months. And I didn't do that because I was paying premium or because I was doing some kind of uh, programming tricks but because I was making videos coming out and telling people my story. So what companies should do is that they should be aware not every one of us as a company can invest in artificial intelligence and machine learning. But we have our people, we have our teams, which are basically the root of the company. And we have uh, something that those programs, machines, and artificial intelligence will never have. That is empathy, emotions, creativity, interactions, communication. So if we see these five elements as a potential for our company to grow and actually invest so that our teams are uh, educated about this, they are coached about this, they will work better, they will feel better, and they will give us better results. I'm not against technology. As I said, I'm a web developer and I use it every single day. But there is none program which can basically predict uh, buyers' behavior based on emotion. They can predict that based on statistical data but it doesn't mean that I will behave like that tomorrow. And empathy started to become like the major uh, step up for those who understand that every company is like a tree and that roots of the company are people. And if we don't invest in roots, but we invest in leaves, the first wind that will blow will take off the leaves and yeah. the company will break. So what I'm saying here is, yes, we should use uh, uh, the best which technology can give us. 
but we also should take care of our people and uh, invest in their creativity, invest in new ideas, invest in uh, something that a person can provide and the machine can't. And that's that's a human connection between between basically two people. Right, right. So so my 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 point is that see when you look at business, there are obviously many businesses which are driven by, you know, manufacturing. For example, it's it's driven by production of goods, right? And mm-hmm. and and companies would obviously uh, make more profit if they go for automation and they eliminate. Eliminate jobs, right? So that that's mm-hmm, the, that's mm-hmm. the short term, but but how do you think that impacts the long term, and why should companies focus and retrain their people? What what is the motivation? Because if the business exists to make money, the business will make more money at least in the short run by eliminating jobs, right? Yes, but there are jobs which still can be done by machines, and that is sales, for example, or marketing but not in the term of digital sales and digital marketing, but in term of ideas for commercials for marketing, because market is very saturated. And the only thing that can stand out is actually branding. For example, personal branding. What I have discovered because Goldman Sachs was recruiting me a few months ago is that actually they have their employees talking about company because they are aware now that I will trust more to their employees than to management. And they are also aware that people are much more important than everything else. So they even have a show, Chat with David, and David is David Solomon, the CEO of the enormous Goldman Sachs. So big companies like Goldman Sachs are investing in personal brand of their employees. And they are not afraid that that girl from the office who is going to make a YouTube video will step out and she will go. She will not go. She will stay because she is respected. And if someone is technological surplus and it's not needed in that way in the company because machines are taking over, there has to be a place for that person in another department because actually that person knows the process, that person knows the the pulse of the company and you are bringing someone from outside and teaching him all over again. You are losing time and you are losing money. In programming, for example, there can't be a program without a programmer. Right. So the the development will change, the the program languages will change, but still you can't have anything without a programmer. Yes, machines can have all the things that are needed for production, but who will deliver that? Who will drive and who will take that to the specific place? Or you, you know where I'm going. Yeah. So we need, we need to think now that in three months we will buy the machine and we will not need that person. So basically we need to find a place for that person because we know that person will lose a job. That is what consciousness company does. If, if you just don't do that and you put the machine and you give, get fired the person, that person is going to give you much worse marketing on the market than you will ever get, Mm. even on national television. Let's take a short break. When we come back, I'll ask Catherine the segments that are mostly getting impacted by this rapid change. 
sales for example you are listening to a show how to audio original podcasting is one of the fastest growing content marketing avenues today we can help you exploit this largely untapped marketing opportunity we can craft your audio strategy and leverage the wide reach and easy streaming capability that smartphone penetration provides it is powerful and personal talk to us to find out how podcasting can help you build your brand and reach out to target audiences welcome back i'll ask catherine about the impact on jobs and specifically the sales sector so so what are the kinds of jobs that are getting uh, more impacted or less impacted you mentioned mentioned sales right so how do you see this whole ai ml big data i mean uh, i don't know whether you are aware mark uh, scott binker has this uh, marktech landscape which has 7000 products right mm-hmm. Um, uh, mm-hmm. nicolas kouchkovsky's uh, sales technology landscape i think is nearly 1000 products so there is this mm-hmm. enormous number of products out there which are trying to help which is which is ai which is technology which is you know which is sort of replacing sales folks uh, which are which are sort of impacting the sales profession i mean what do you see there the sales person who is 15 years in the business knows better sales than any program can ever know and that person is the expert who must understand that things are changing and who must become a consultant or must become an expert which knowledge will be used for further information development so if we are building expert systems and we are using hybrid intelligence system or artificial intelligence we need expert me as a programmer i need to get algorithm and algorithm is giving from a system architect or a system designer who actually extracted the knowledge from the expert and the expert is person who worked 15 years in sales but that person needs to understand that he or she doesn't must not stay there so long okay but needs to be self aware that things are changing so or you will become a consultant in sales or you will become high ticket closer or you will become an expert who will sell his knowledge to someone who is building the system for automatization of sales there is always a a a, a solution just the person who is a sales person isn't aware of that probably so when you are talking of future proofing the team the individuals also have a role for for themselves is what you're saying mm-hmm. i mean they need mm-hmm. to they need to sort of calibrate their ability to to stay relevant in the future yes yes basically when you when you look for example at the development team that's the easier thing for me okay so we are building a functional application in for example c sharp language but the company doesn't want a functional desktop application anymore because they don't want to install application on every single device they want a web application and what happens in that moment that every single programmer who didn't develop him or herself to a web developer and to java for example doesn't know how to do that job so we need to uh, as ceos we need to lead our people and to help them to transfer their knowledge to something that is useful for company and the person who is on that place needs to be aware that things will change and that he or she needs to change the expertise 
that's the point i wanted to ask about the you being included in the list of uh, experts about future of work can you tell a bit about that yes i was i was uh, very much surprised and honored to receive uh, a feature as one of the top 20 global thought leaders in the future in work by a platform called thinkers 360 which actually gather all um they say the best experts in the world in different kind of uh digital world and uh, two weeks ago i was one of the 30 20 best uh leaders globally in the future of work exactly talking about this i think the interview will also come out soon is there anything that you would you know you are seeing from your vantage point when you are talking to people and you are talking to companies you are talking to technology you you are a technology person yourself uh wh- what would be the major signals to look out for uh over the next say 2 3 4 years uh well we all need to be aware that we all need to be a technological persons from this moment and forever because my son who is 3 years old knows to uh, uh use iPhone 10 times better than my mom who is 60 years old right so things are changing generation z is taking over and they are born with uh, mobile phones so what was 10 years ago it's far away from today and what will be in 3 years it will be far away from today So basically every single one of us needs to be aware we don't need to become programmers and go so deep as I did but you can't imagine how that helped me in the online world because I see every social network through the the, the screen and I know what's happening behind and so it's very easy for me to increase visibility and the person who is creative and who is wonderful and who knows how to do things and show up doesn't have two likes Okay so right. there are things which we need to understand by ourselves to invest in ourselves to become more technologically informatically educated and we can do that online we can hire a coach we can go to school again never mind but each and every one of us needs to do that because you know what i see let's say we have a conference what i see will happen on the next digital conference is that we will have that pass with the name and the qr code and we will come there and we will have an application for example and we will mark which uh, uh lectures we want to listen which keynote speaks we want to listen and then when the time comes for the keynote speech we will get a notification click on that notification go in front of the room there will be a little robot who will say hi Catherine welcome your seat is number 25 and you go and sit on your seat 25 <laughs> so you don't need a desk officer you don't need anyone to control the seats you don't need anything and that is going to happen very soon the same it's going to happen with every single job on airport or every single job in delivery so we need to be aware of that and there is no one who can help us until we help ourselves and if we think about our employees and as a ceos think about our company and we don't know it to crash we don't want it to crash we need to invest in informatical and technical education of our people that's the only way that is the way and the creativity but not all of us can be creative
I have one last question and mm-hmm. uh, I sort of, uh, you know, discuss this with, uh, with most of my guests and uh, there is a varied answer. Mm-hmm. See, uh, most of what we are talking of today and the developments that we are talking of today are based on what we know, mm-hmm. right? It's, uh, but, but the way technology is changing, it is unpredictable in terms of what shifts it will trigger, which creates a yes. much more uncertain future than we can actually logically sort of build. You know, uh, yes. I mean, for example, you, you are very emphatic in saying that machines will never have empathy. Right. Now, about 10 years back, there were a lot of things uh, people said. For example, they said, you know, machines will never be able to drive a car. Yes. I'm just, I'm just you know, sort of triggering a, <laughs> a debate. Okay. Uh, we, we, we said that. And, and today, people have figured out uh, how to have a driverless car, right? The, the car is driving itself. So, so, a lot of things which we think the, the, the creativity or the art or, you know, whatever else you're talking of, Lot of there, is, mm. there, there is a, a quote by Nikola Tesla who said, uh, the present is theirs and the future for which I'm working for is mine. So no one understood what that man was doing at the moment he was doing. Correct. But without him, we wouldn't have electricity and we wouldn't have industrial revolution and everything that happened after, right? right? Not right. even now, not even now, this technology, nothing. I was actually born uh, in, in the, the region where Nikola was born, so I'm very fond of his work. And that is the quote I'm living by. So I'm trying to, to push the edge and to see where are the things that we can move forward. But more we are technologically savvy and dynamic in that, we will adjust much more easier. You know, for me as, as a web developer on that side, I just can't understand how some people don't know how to do some things on the internet. But those people actually don't understand how that is so easy for me, <laughs> you know. So, yes, it might happen that machines can have empathy in 10 years. But I want to be the person who will develop that machine. That's the way to think about that. Right. So, so don't think about that like... Uh, uh, Things are changing and I'm afraid that I will lose my job. But think about that. Like Things are changing. What I can change in my own experience and my own knowledge so that I can catch up. TalentWise is brought to you by KnowledgeBridge. We produce customized and multilingual visual training content. We have worked on complex processes, products and skills development for large blue chip brands such as Tata Motors, Mahindra First Choice, Homelane, Epson, Toyota, Citibank, and Consul Neowatt, serving diverse industries. Talk to us for your next custom content requirement and be pleasantly surprised. Call us on 99021-631-32. Wonderful, wonderful. That's a great note to end this chat. Uh, Catherine, thank you so much for spending time and, and sharing your thoughts. I look forward to staying in touch and uh, have you back on the show sometime later again. Thank you so much. It was my pleasure and I will gladly come back. Thank you. 
thank you for being with us today on TalentWise. We hope we helped you focus on some actionable ideas today. It was certainly enlightening for us. We hope to see you again on our next episode. If you liked what you heard, subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast platforms like iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever else you get your podcasts from and give us a rating while you're at it. Thank you in advance. This Show How to Original podcast is produced for KnowledgeBridge, the multilingual visual training platform and custom training content creators by Show How to Audio. Hosted by Shubhanjan Sarkar and produced by Rajiv Aditya. See you next time.